0: Welcome to the podcast series, Volunteering Champs of Broome. We're taking some time to sit down for a chat with some of our champion volunteers. We'll hear how volunteering has impacted on their lives and learn just how much they contribute to keeping our community happy. Our unsung heroes have plenty of knowledge to share, so sit down, tune in, and be inspired by our volunteering champs. Since arriving in a modified coach as an almost grey nomad, Chris DiNazzo has found a home at the Broome Motocross Club. Using his skills as a project manager, Chris is now an integral part of a club that has big ambitions. Stay tuned to hear part one of Chris's story. Welcome to Local Champions Volunteer Stories from Broome. We're here today at the fantastic Broome Motocross Club, the new Broome Motor Club that is developing, it seems, every month. It's absolutely fantastic out here. We've got, we're sitting under the canteen bar area uh, it's very quiet today, normally there would be motorbikes and people everywhere. We've just had the, uh, the two-day event on just recently for the Broome Motocross Championships. But today, it's quite quiet, it's quite serene, and we're here with a volunteer champion of quite a bit of repute, and that's Chris from the Broome Motocross Club. Welcome, Chris.
1: Thank you, Mike. I don't know about repute, but anyway, thank you. Good to be with you. Now, Chris, what's
0: your role with the uh, Broom Motocross Club?
1: Uh, um, my official role is uh, vice president, and I see that as sort of just a, a support ro- role to the visionaries in the, in the club. So, just in the background, doing you know, doing the work and helping out.
0: How much time do you think you would spend volunteering at the Broom Motocross Club?
1: Uh, this year, I've been, I've spent a fair bit of time. I probably spend um, I don't know three or four hours a week. Um, because I've, I've focused this year on doing some fundraising and trying to find out you know, what funds uh, are available and how to go about it. So they probably taken me a bit longer than what they would normally, but I'm, that's what I'm focusing on this year, getting some funding together. We've got a few programs that we want to get going, so that's yeah, probably three or four hours a week. So why do you do it? Uh, I, I was thinking about that, and I think it's because I'm pretty selfish and it makes me feel good. So I love, um, I love seeing the kids have such a great time. Um, that gives me a lot of joy. Um, I like being part of an organisation that uh, is like-minded and all aimed at the, same, uh, you know, at, at the same aims and the same goals. And I particularly like working with the current and the, the past committees I've been with in Bruin. They've been terrific people and really dedicated and really work hard. Um, and I think the other th- reason I do it is because um, I'm retired and I don't play an active part in, with groups of people like I used to when I was working. When I was working I was part of project management groups and it was exciting, it was fun and since I've retired I, I haven't done that. So I think that's another reason I like doing it because it puts me back. Into a, you know, into a group of people, that we're, and I like getting things done. So that's probably why I do it. But the main reason is because it makes them feel good. So that's why I do it, yeah.
0: Now, there's been plenty of uh, local champions uh, from Broome Motocross Club getting things done around this, this fantastic venue. Um, tell us a little bit about your story because it's quite interesting in terms of coming to Broome and getting on board with the club.
1: Um, well, I'm uh, uh, originally from Melbourne, uh, East Coast fella. Um, and I traveled through here a number of times since about, the first time I came here was in 1981 when I was a young fella traveling. And then subsequently to that, I've come up with my kids and my wife and we sort of fell in love with the place and it was our it was our aim that when I retired that we would spend some time up here. Um, and it's sort of, and then so in 2014 I retired from my uh, my job as um, uh, I, I was involved with building multi-storey buildings in, on the east coast and uh, we retired and my wife and I built a um, a home and we decided to travel we spent six months in Barnhill just south of Broome if people don't know where that is, it's a nice little place down south so we would spend six months down there and in the six months over the wet season we would travel and then one year we decided that it might be nice to experience this thing called the wet that everyone talked about. So we were lucky enough to rent a little house in Cable Beach and we stayed for a year and absolutely loved it. It was the year, it was the one 100 year, uh, five or six years ago when they had the, the big rains and the big storms. Yeah. So we were lucky, we loved it. So we stayed the next year, we did the same again. Um, and one day I was, Uh, I've always been a motorbike rider, so I came down here and just asked if I could have a ride, and they were very encouraging and embracing, and they embraced my wife, and I thought, gee, there's a nice bunch of people, so I got a bit more committed to riding, and uh, then one day at at, at an AGM, I must have been a little bit socially refreshed, (laughs) because it seems that I volunteered to become um, vice-president, so that's, (laughs) that's how that happened, and then since then, you know we're entrenched in the community now. I've got a fantastic circle of friends, uh, you know, in the motocross club and everywhere else in in Broome. So we're pretty well entrenched in here now. We spend six months down in Barn Hill and um, six months up here in in rented houses if we can get them. Um, yeah, so that's how sort of we came to be here. And it was uh, it was more about the acceptance that we got both Jen, my wife, and I from not only but in particular the motocross people they were really you know embracing and they helped Jen and all the girls came together and made her feel comfortable so you know we both feel really comfortable and we've got um, you know deep friendships here now so um you know we love it and that's why we stay here that's fantastic and
0: look out here at this motocross club just looking right we're not too far from the start line there's there's been so much work done at this new site what, is, what are some of the things that you've contributed to here
1: the the club was very lucky in that we were relocated um, with um, money from Development WA. So our track was originally next to the Speedway track, closer into town. And um, the Development WA and Broomshire were really good. And so they relocated us here. So we got the block of land, the perimeter fence and the rough track and the big um, spectator mound we're sitting on uh, and a few other bits and pieces. And then through hard work of our um, committee and our volunteers, we have installed uh, reticulation, water reticulation throughout the whole track. We've built a bar area, a, um, an elevated start platform for, for the starting people um, we've grown grass. We've put in speaker systems, and we've got plans to do all sorts of all sorts of things. Um, so we got the basic infrastructure, which we we're really, you know, really happy and really lucky to get it. Um, and we've just sort of, you know, set a long-term goal to have some things done, like a bar area. We want to improve the shop area. Ultimately, we want to put lights here so we can do it at night. Um, some more amenities so we can get. You know, it's a bit friendlier here for people to stay maybe um yeah and and at the moment we're focusing on lights which is a lot of money but um you know we've got a long-term plan for that so 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 much uh, hard
0: work you mentioned there's so much hard work going into a facility like this so many good volunteers what
1: what makes a good volunteer in your opinion um i'm not sure but the, but i can tell you a good one is they are extraordinary. We have um, a couple of ones that stick out. One in particular who does a lot of the wiring for us um, and a lot of the retic. And you couldn't pay this fellow to do the work they do. Um, I think that they're good. Uh, This fellow in particular is very good. That's what he does for a living. And so he brings those skills to, to the job. Um, we've got a number of people like that who have got a good skill set in their non-motocross life, and they bring that with huge enthusiasm to the track, and they help us out. Um, one of the things I have noticed about the, the committees I've been on in Broome, and I'm not sure whether this is this is a Broome thing or whether it's whether it's a, a function of small. Uh, little townships like this, I think that these committees tend to pull their heads in a bit if there's confrontation. It's just a sense I get. Now, I've never been on a committee before, but what I have done is I've been involved with groups of people who are dedicated at putting together multi-million dollar, multi-story buildings. And sometimes there are some egos that get in the way of an end result. Now, I've noticed in Broome, especially in these latest committees that I've been with, I sense that there are sometimes a little bit of, you know, maybe some disagreement or, you know, a little bit of people not completely being happy about a decision. But it just seems to me that people tend to pull their heads in because the aim for them is consensus. And I think that's why we're so powerful, because, you know, I know from experience that if you have... 10 people going one way and one person going the other way it's difficult but the committees i've been involved with have been really fantastic and i think that's why we're such a powerful committee and why we get things done because some people may or may not you know they may not want to go down that path but they say look for the greater good i'm going to pull my head in yep i'll work with that and then they commit they commit to you know something that they may not have been all that you know enthusiastic about before but um i i'm not sure what motivates some people because we have people on this committee and sorry who are um, volunteers who don't have children that ride on the track yeah wow so and and some of those do a huge amount of work for us um of course there are volunteers that are here because you know They're community-spirited and community-minded, but their driver is that they've got kids or a son or a husband, and they do a fantastic job. But the ones that really strike me are the ones that haven't got a direct, you know, they may have been involved in motorbike racing, or they might have had kids, and they're still here doing a great job. And you're one of those people, I believe. Uh, no, I'm one of the people who um, not only volunteer, but actually go round and round in circles on a motorbike as well. <laughs> so it's a passion so, there, the sport. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, um, it's been a passion of mine since I was 15. So I was just saying to someone the other day, I've had a competitive racing license for almost 50 years, because I'm almost 50, I'll be 50 in a year and a half. So, yeah, so I've had a continuous relationship with motorbikes and I've raced them since I was 15. So that's nearly 50 years. Yeah, it's well. not too bad, yeah.
0: Look, I think it's safe to say that you're sort of semi-retired potentially or, or retired? Or from work or from motorbikes?
1: I retired from work in uh, late 2013 um, and I don't consider this stuff work I consider it fun I love doing it and uh, like I say the driver for me is being part of this community you know I've only been here for a couple of years but everyone's so friendly I like being friendly you know I respect all my friends up here and I love You know what the kids are doing. I love um, seeing them go round and round. I see the respect they have and the way they're treated by, you know, each other and their mothers and fathers. And you know, and I reckon that, you know, being part of a family that's connected within the family and then connected to other families, you can't do better than that. And I think that's you know one of the reasons why our kids don't get into trouble. You know, they're well disciplined. They're well supported. They're part of a community you know and if if 10 of the kids are good then 20 of the kids are good you know and if two of the kids are bad 10 of them will be bad so uh, and that's what our kids are like our kids are rippers you know yeah and, and uh, i think we contribute to that you know this sort of community Where we spend time together, and we, you know, we not just on the racetrack, but we spend time uh, at the committee level, and we have barbecues together, and we muck around together. That binds us all together and makes us stronger, and gives the kids a bit of, um, you know, I reckon it gives them a box to be within, and they know, you know, everything inside the box is good, and they know where the boundaries of the box are, and they know that outside the box is no good, and it's continued reinforced by all the people in the club, you know. So I. That's what drives me. There's
0: a lot of people out there in the community, maybe thinking about trying their hand at volunteering or being part of a club. And there could, may well, be people coming up the highway in a caravan or something like yourself. You know, all those years ago. Um, What advice do you
1: have for people that are looking to get involved in volunteering? Um, I think to uh, not not be afraid of being accepted by by people, especially like-minded people. If you think about you know going if you've been interested in motorbikes for a while or there's some connection and you were to you know ask some people at a club can we would be involved the greatest advantage you have is that you're like-minded you're here because you like motorbikes and they're here because they like motorbikes so first of all don't you know don't be sort of nervous about going to ask somebody I remember going to Kununurra years ago traveling and I had a just a crappy old trail bike, just an old piece of junk trail bike, you know? And I went to Kununurra and I drove past the motorbike track and my wife said, oh, you should go and ask those people, you know, if you can have a ride. I said, "No, no, they don't want to be involved. Anyway, I went in there and I'll tell you what, a nicer group of people you wouldn't meet. So first thing I'd advise is if you're interested in horse racing Go to a horse place and say, listen, I want to give you a hand. If you want motorbikes, come to a motorbike because we're all like-minded. We'd love to see you. little communities like this. We throw you, we throw our arms around you. So it doesn't matter whether you play chess or tennis or whatever and you want to be involved, go there because you're like-minded. They'll love you. They'll love you. That was part one of Chris's story.
0: This podcast is a collaboration between Broom Circle, Shire of Broom and Galari Media. We're better together.